Welcome everyone, we're about to begin Be'ezus Hashem, Shalom Bayesh, Shir number 232. In the previous Shir, uh, Shir number 231, we talked about the four misconceptions about intimacy and how to counteract it. And one thing was discussed then was that sexual intimacy is only a chilek, a portion, a percentage of the intimacy equation between a husband and wife. And that our society has lost its way. And people began to believe that if you increase sexual frequency, it would fill a void. But that's a lie. That actually results in more divorces, more sexual addiction, more sexual isolation. Uh, with many men and women, even while they're still married to each other, choose um, to self-pleasure themselves rather than to have sex with their mate. It's a terrible trend that's going on in our society. Um, and um, so you see from here clearly that just the concept of increasing the sexual experiences between a husband and wife, and if that's the focus alone, it will not work. Now again, it's like glue. You have too little of it, it'll also have a marriage fall apart. So everyone knows in their cultures where they are at in these instances. There are some where it's neglected. The sex aspect of it is very much neglected and they need to increase that in order to get to a level of intimacy that's necessary. But that does not con- contradict anything that we said in the previous shear and in this one, in that, yes, there has to be a certain degree of it. And for many couples that are, it's not being used enough, the sexual experience, they need to increase it. But at the same time, those that are hyper-focused on it and think that sexual frequency in marriage, that is the solution, it is not the solution. That itself, if that's the only focus, will only cause heartache. But it's very important to know, though, that there are tremendous benefits in physical sex with our spouses. The hormones, the chemicals, the wiring of our brains, the opening of emotion, the release of stress are all very, very powerful things. And um, there's a home, the hormone oxytocin is also released during sex. There's something called the cuddling hormone, which deepens the feeling of trust and attachment between couples. So again, so I'm expressing the positive aspects of it and how Hashem designed the sexual experience to be a force that connects husband and wives together. But the problem is, though, is when that is the only connection. Because when you watch pornography, those same chemicals are being released. But now it's it's connecting in your brain a connection to something that's not your spouse. And the more pornography you watch, the more confused your brain will become. And the less you actually enjoy real sexual experience with a real human being, with your real husband, or with your real wife. 
it mess it real it truly messes you up and your people people who fall into it have to work towards weaning themselves off it and that's uh, again a magefa in our culture unfortunately and some couples unfortunately watch pornography in order to get sexually stimulated before having sex themselves and that's like inviting others into your bedroom so that's also not uh, you know a very unhealthy thing because it's supposed to be a sacred uh, spiritual experience we're not animals we're Nishamas in a goof. We have souls in the body. We're supposed to use our body. In this case, we're supposed to have, um, you know, the, use that sexual aspects of our bodies, but we can't ignore our neshama at the same time. So people who secularize sex, removing it from the neshama, will ultimately not feel empty at the end they will feel empty while if it's a bond between a soul and a body together the way Hashem wants it to be that's how it works that's how it's meant to be and that's the true connection so it's very important the Shmir Asainayim and whether it's men it's obvious but even women not healthy for either one to get, um, fall into aspects of unhealthy lusts and things like that. And to focus just on your spouse. And you really need to understand how Hashem designed it. And He designed it in a way, like we said in the previous share, where it comes from a deep commitment, where physical intimacy is a big part of it, but... There's so many other aspects to it as well. You bring the Shekhinah in with you. You ask Hashem to help you in this area in life. Which again, people don't talk about. And they don't need to talk about it. But who else are you going to talk to about these issues other than HaKadosh Baruch Hu? To ask HaKadosh Baruch Hu for help in this area. To help husbands and wives together. They pray individually or together. To work towards each other in these areas. To save them from hate. To save them from sexual temptations that are outside of the home. And to help them focus on one another. People think that it's a genai. It's a disgusting thing to talk to HaKadosh Baruch Hu about your sexual issues. But why is it so? He created it in the first place. He's the Bayre. He created everything and he created sex. Who else created it? And every time a husband and wife is engaged in this, HaKadosh Baruch Hu designed it. It's not disgusting. It's a beautiful thing. He wants us to enjoy it. So we need to be open with him about it. Trust HaKadosh Baruch Hu to help us with it. To help us with those issues. Of course, by keeping his Torah. 
by keeping his Torah that says by keeping his Torah by being loyal that just like you're loyal to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, you're loyal to your wife you're loyal to your husband and when you ask HaKadosh Baruch Hu to help you in that sexual realm for that purpose of the Vedavak Be'ishtai and her being connected to him then you're on the right track because who else are you going to talk to about these in Yanim? If you need to talk to about it. That's the first place to go. With an emis, you ask HaKadosh Baruch Hu for Siyata Deshmaya. You ask him for all help in all aspects of marriage. Why should this be any less so? If you ask him to help when we struggle with Parnassa, you ask for help when you and your husband, you and your wife struggle with the children, with juggling things. So you ask them also, help us in the sexual realm, in the way our sexual desires are, our likes and dislikes. Help us align with each other. And if and if there are difficulties, help us iron out those difficulties. Give us siyat deshmaya. Habalitaya messiah and isai. That applies to this. Habolatayer Messiah and Isai. Sounds crazy, isn't it? What do you mean, Habolatayer? I'm telling you, Habolatayer by talking about these things? Takadosh Baruch Hu? The answer is yes. The answer is yes, because very often that is needed. If you need guidance in this area, you talk to a Rav, you talk to a mentor, you talk to someone that's objective and Ehrlich. And in the meantime, Till you find that person, or before you find that person, you talk to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Say, Hashem, I may have wrong notions about it, or I may be confused about it, or me and my wife, or me and my husband need to work through it. Help us work through it, and help us get to a place where we are one with one another. And that's what we need to do. We need to put Hakadosh Baruch Hu in our lives, in every aspect of our lives. We have a shear here about Shalom Bayis, so we're talking about it in the context of Shalom Bayis. If I'd give a shear in business, I would say the same thing in regards to business. If I give a shear about tefillah, I would say the same thing in regards to tefillah. If I give a shear about difficult emotions, about depression or anxiety, then I would say this in the context of depression and anxiety. Yeh Masha you know who to turn to. HaKadosh Baruch you turn to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So that's a big, big yisoyed. And after you talk to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, of course you do yeshtadlis, you focus on one another, you are, again, I, the romantic is just a word that's so misused, but the idea is, is the certain warmth And you don't give up. You keep on trying. Just like everything else in Avaidus Hashem, you just keep on trying. Just like if today's davening didn't go well, and you daven and you keep on trying. Even if someone struggles with um, a food uh, overeating, and they've been struggling for years, you keep on trying. You try different things. You don't give up. It's very hard not to, but you keep on going. You keep on working. You daven and continue to ask for breakthroughs. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu does help. And he opens things up, and we have to we have to really work on that.
So we're just going to be messiahing this by basically saying that we have to be honest with ourselves, we have to be honest with our husbands and wives, and we have to be honest with our Kaddish Baruch Hu. And the fact that this concept of intimacy is so important in a married life, side the physical intimacy, and all other aspects of intimacy that we need HaKadosh Baruch Hu as a partner with us. And again, one of it is, just as a side note, which is not really a side note, that the physical intimacy does not begin when you get into bed. It begins from the morning on, when you say hello to each other. That's the start. How is your day? How's every, how are you feeling? There's other areas other than the physical. There's the spiritual davening for their well, spiritual well-being, being the mental well-being, being the emotional well-being. And that is what you really do to prepare to that point when you are finally together physically. Is you honor each other all day long. It's a preparation all day long in every level. And that's what husbands and wives truly need. And then the physical has the proper meaning and the proper context and the way HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants it to be. Have a wonderful day.